This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness today and every day, people. Um, yesterday, I came home and I made a meal that my family actually ate. And by family, I mean husband. And by ate, I mean devoured, which, duh, knock it out of the park. I made my husband's favorite meal, but I actually made it good enough for them to eat. So, kudos. That is my great thing. Yes, that is great. Um, cooking is something that I struggle with because of my need for change. Even if I get a recipe right, I struggle to do it the same way the next time. Um, or I want to become just a pro at it where I can just add and do and not follow directions because directions give me heart palpitations. I don't like to do it exactly as said. I need there to be room for growth or change or my own way of doing it. It hurts my feelings to think that there's only one way to do this and that's what recipes do to me. Um... <coughs> So, my great thing was cooking a meal by the recipe, and it was great. And people ate it, I'm saying. Um, so, go ahead, give yourself about five seconds, recognize yourself for one great thing that you did. And if you want extra bonus points that don't count for anything, but you can go ahead and win, um, then... Go ahead and say it out loud. You want double, extra, triple bonus points? Go ahead and say it out loud to someone. Find yourself a greatness partner. Um, this practice will help engage you in speaking to your greatness. Got it? So, today we are embarking on a new year, which I was talking to my family last night because my six-year-old is convinced that even for New Year's you get a present, which you don't. So we were like, you don't get presents for New Year's. And I said, you know what? I remember getting one present for New Year's. And it happened to be 20 years ago <laughs> today that I would have gotten this present. And, um, 20 years ago, it was Y2K, and the world was going to come to an end, and my mom was really struggling with letting us leave the house, and if we were all going to die, my mom was going to give us one last gift. So my gift was literally the greatest gift ever to a, let's see, I probably would have been about 7th or 6th grade, um, to a 7th or 6th grader. Bath and Body Works was life and Bible, okay? And I received what would be the greatest gift of all time. An entire cardboard suitcase of blueberry... Oh my gosh, I need to find what it was called. Um seriously 
blueberry. Okay, so it was blazing blueberry and it was art stuff. And art stuff was like a line specifically for middle schoolers or young kids. And this suitcase had everything. Art stuff, hair gel, the body splash, the hand wash, everything that you could imagine was included in this. And my mom, you know, true to who she is, thought, oh my gosh, and the roll on glitter. I am dying. Dead. Roll on glitter. Cosmic cool body lotion. This suitcase had everything and I can't find an exact picture of it, but I am dying. I'm like remembering this. Oh my gosh. Everything. Ugh. I'm looking at pictures of it right now and I'm just like back in my middle school self years. Just reliving my life. So art stuff was like this super cool line from Bath and Body Works that all the girls had. But this year they had come out with this like all inclusive, if you got everything art stuff, suitcase, this was it. And I'd wanted it so bad, but like we didn't do Bath and Body Works much because, you know, we're not rich and <laughs> it's kind of a non-necessity, all these smelly things, but all my friends did. So I was always so jealous. So I had asked for this suitcase and no, that, I mean, the suitcase had to have been probably $90 worth of smelly stuff that I was probably never going to use. And in 2000, the world, there was a potential that the world would end. All the computers would crash and the world would come crashing down. And I was trying to explain this to my daughter and she just wasn't understanding it. Rightfully so. She's six. Um, but what I was saying was at that point, that was kind of the line in the sand. My mom didn't want us to leave the house because what if we could never get home? What if everything did crash? And by some miracle, she let us go to a friend's house that was in town. And so I got to go to my friend's house and she very dramatically comes over at like 8 p.m. with this final, if you're going to die gift, if we're all going to die, here's this gift. I want you to know I love you. <laughs> and so I, I open this suitcase full of art stuff, blazing blueberry fragrances, all things amazing. And I die. I could have died right then. I mean, seriously, my heart probably stopped because there was no way that I was getting this gift. And here we are embarking on this new year of unknown of like the world could end and even if it did end it was going to end with this girl right here obnoxiously smelling of blazing blueberry and that would make the world a better place yes i know so anyways I got that gift 
and it was one of the greatest gifts. It's literally one of the only gifts that I remember, but I was explaining to my daughter that you don't typically get gifts unless the world's ending, then you may get a gift on New Year's, but the world isn't projected to end like we thought it would then. So you're not getting a gift. Sorry about your luck. Uh, but <coughs> the beauty of a new year, like I'm thinking about 2020 and I'm thinking about 2019 and how it was such an exploratory year for me and how I look forward to transitioning to this new space and how new years are a perfect line in the sand for setting yourself up for success. And, you know, I, when I started this podcast, I thought I probably shouldn't do this. This is probably the dumbest waste of time and you're an idiot and everyone's going to judge you. And I will tell you that, you know, over the holiday, I did probably get about three or four jokes about my license plate, which fine, whatever. Go ahead, make fun of people. It's cool, right? And I got a couple jokes. That's all good. I'm here for it. And I just kind of ignore them because if you're not taking time to fully understand what it represents, and you have the ability to. Every phone has the ability to stream a podcast, so you could tune in. Um, if you're not taking time to understand what that represents, I'm not going to take time to explain it, to walk you through the why behind it, because you don't care. If you did and you truly wanted to know, you probably wouldn't be making fun of me in the first place. So I just kind of glaze over it. Like, I don't have time for people to judge or laugh or whatever they want to do. I don't really have time to take in that energy with what I'm trying to accomplish. So um, <laughs> anyways, when I started this, there was just a lot of fear of what other people would think. And as I've transitioned into this new space, it's, it's kind of like people do think those things or they don't. And I don't really care one way or the other. If you think that, or you want to think that, the truth of the matter is, if this is something that's hanging you up on me, on who I am, on what I'm about, if if that's something that you can't get through, if you're not willing to, to talk to me about it, or to partake in what I'm creating, then I don't really care what you think anymore. And that was such a stopping point for me before the fear and the anxiety of what everyone would think and and what they would construct in their own mind and then I started making this and then I realized if they wanted to understand they could and if they didn't want to then they could judge and either way neither instance can touch me and it's the same way with anyone who listens to this. Yes, I'm going to say things that are so off the wall that you're probably going to be like, I'm going to stop listening. This bitch has gone crazy, which is fine. Um, 
I just hope that you give me another chance because I promise there's something in me that is calling me to do this work. And so I can't stop until that calling stops and it hasn't yet. Um, so I just think you have to eliminate those limiting factors. People are always going to say and think things and quite honestly, those who say things out loud, but aren't willing to do more than poke fun at the idea, um, are people who are holding back, right? They're holding themselves back. And so it's scary to see you try to adventure into new spaces. And the honest reality is you are not going to be awesome at it. Right? When I started this, I sucked. And I still suck, okay? It's it's all about growth and knowing that you have to start somewhere. There's a line in the sand. There's a time that I started. Um, we'll, we'll soon venture into the date where I started producing a daily podcast, not producing, where I started recording a daily podcast. That'll be about March time-ish. And um, those are the anger files. Okay, you should know. And um, that line in the sand, that was me just starting on something that I was called to do and not, not stopping because I wasn't the best at it. Just starting. And trusting that the only way to grow and get better is by doing. And I'm not saying that you're going to be great. You're not. That's crazy. Right? But a lot of times when people are judging you or when they're looking at it from the outside in, they're not going to understand your ability to jump on just faith alone. Right? And so that motion, that ability is confusing for people. People want what's normal, what's expected, what lives within the confines of what has already been done. And so when you just leap and go do, right, maybe it's knitting, maybe it's, I don't know, whatever, um, that makes people feel uncomfortable. And so they're probably going to judge you in those moments. And that's okay. Their opinion doesn't matter. Unless they're willing to dive in and help you take it to the next level, right? But if their opinion is just them poking fun at you, have an opinion all day long. I don't care. I don't have time for small minds. Right? Go for it. Poke away. You will not be the first person to call me crazy. I'm aware. <laughs> been aware. Literally been this my entire life. <laughs> not telling me anything I don't know. Um, but I think that's 
the thing. For me, that was something that held me back from going after things that I wanted my entire life. The fact that other people may have and hold an opinion and that scared me. It scared me into a place of no movement, right? I just thought there's this normal path and there's this abnormal path and we must venture on the normal, right? The only time that, we're will- that we can upgrade is when the normal path exists and creates to upgrade, right? When that exists, when it's apparent, when someone else higher than me has and embraces an opportunity for me, then I can. And not before. Because that would make people uncomfortable. That's not the norm. How dare me think that I have a say in this. Right? That was my old life. So now that we're transitioning to 2020, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for me. I'm so excited to start life, right? Here is our line in the sand, people. Let's go on this adventure together. Let's be so intentional. So last week, I started talking you through picking a word, and I want it to be one word that represents the trajectory of your year. So I would say last year, Now, my overall encompassing word is empire. It's on my license plates. I don't need to explain it to you, um, but that's just my life word. I want you to set a word that's going to draw you out of low places for the entirety of 2020. Um, So my word last year really would have been discovery. Right, I had gone on so many adventures that were about discovering where I wanted to go, different potentials, um, really just kind of looking into everything. Uh, We looked at different states to move to. We looked at different places to move to. We looked at different jobs, different, all the things. That was... um, One of the journeys that we went on, we looked at, um, I just did a lot of self-discovery and in finding what works for me, what doesn't. And so as I transition into 2020, tomorrow we're going to go through walking through writing your goals down for the year. I'm going to actually today work on a template for you that you could print out, use on Google Docs to write all this stuff as we walk through tomorrow, what your goals for 2020 are going to look like. I will have an actual template for you to download and use um, by tomorrow. And you can use it on Google Docs. You could print it off. You could do whatever you want with this document. So, um, but today I want to set up that word, that one word that's going to guide you through this year. So my word for 2020 is intention, right? 
I went on this path of discovery. I wanted to learn so many things and collect all these different ways that my life could set up and ways that it could look different than how it does now and if I was going to do this then it would look like this and really last year was just so much about discovery and if I was looking to do something different this might be what it looks like right and now that I'm out of that place of discovery 2020 for me really is going to be about intention right? Being intentional, making sure that the things that I'm doing align with where I want to go. And through my year of discovery, through my 2019 year of discovery, I think I realized that I'm in control. And so 2020 for me looks like intention. Being intentional making sure that things align with where I'm trying to head and not just letting things happen to me, which is a overriding constant in my life. That was the reason that I started this podcast is the death of a dream really is about my journey through taking control of my own life, not letting people assign what my life looks like anymore right and I if you've been listening for a while you would know this um but I honestly just thought that life was made of chance right that you don't actually get to decide that it just happens to you and And so last year, as I went down this path of discovery, that's what this podcast has been about. Really, how do you take back control of your life? And so 2019 looked like a whole bunch of discovery and growth and self-love and self-discovery. And that's why I'm so excited for 2020, because it's going to be me and my intention. And finding and aligning with things that make sense for me and where I want to go and what I want to do. And so when you're thinking of this word, let the word find you. So that sounds crazy, right? You're probably like, okay, Hannah, that doesn't just happen. You should know. Um, So letting the word speak to you, it will find you. You'll kind of have a hint of a word and then it will start presenting itself more and more. So um, intention obviously is something that we've talked about on this podcast before. Obviously is something that I try to stay focused on every single day. But my entire year of 2020, I want to be guided by intention. That is a word that I want to follow me. And when I am in my deepest, darkest places, I want to use intention as a climbing rope to get out. 
intention shall guide everywhere that I want to go that is good and holy in this world. So that word should guide you, should save you, should take you out of the places that you've been um, and be able to rescue you as you're moving forward. So today, find your words. Start thinking about it. Start writing it down. If it's a couple of words, go ahead and write those down. Those words, whatever they are, if there are five or six or whatever that looks like, go ahead and write those down and let that one word find you. It will. You'll start hearing it on the radio. You'll start hearing it on whatever medium you listen to. That word will find you and you won't be able to avoid it. I promise you. Um, so you don't have to narrow it down today, but let today kind of guide you um, as you're moving forward in this work. Go ahead and find new space in this place as you're working through what your word is. So my word for 2020 is intention. Um, and I know, um, I know that this practice will work. So go ahead and write whatever words you want your 2020 to be about. And this word should guide you in your year. So if it's bigness, if it's... So whatever that word is, let it find you. It will find you. Um, You'll hear it. And I want this word to really guide the trajectory of your year and really be able to save you from small spaces. So uh, think through where your mind leads you when you start venturing down into those kind of wormholes of disbelief. Think where you're led where you go and what word would help rescue you if you're struggling with finding a word. Um, Sometimes words find you and it makes perfect sense and sometimes it's hard to narrow down which word you want to guide you through your year. Um, So go ahead, take all those words, write them down. Writing them down helps. Um, make them tangible. I love the practice of writing things down and creating art out of them. Um, And once you find your word, go ahead and put it somewhere. Write it somewhere. Put it on a board. Make sure that that word follows you around so you don't forget it. You won't forget it. It's going to guide you. Um, But put it somewhere that you see it every day, right? Maybe write it on your mirror. Um, Maybe just Put it on a board that's down in your kitchen. Erica, I see you, girl. Um, Erica, one of our listeners, already found her word for the year. And she wrote it down and put it on her, um, on a board on her kitchen counter. And so it's something that she's going to see every single day, um, which is a big deal. If this word is going to guide you, it's got to be in front of you. So you remember um, 
not only what it is, but you remember to call yourself out on that. So Erica's word, sorry, Erica, if you weren't ready to share this, is control for 2020. And so control really is going to help ground her in the work that she's doing. Make sure that she is staying in control. And when she goes in those low places, right, because we all go into them, do not kid yourself. This gal, even right here, goes into low places. When she goes into those low places, control is going to help dig her out, right? And so go ahead and set yourself up with a word. Um, I'm so inspired by people who are doing this work right along with me because, hey, we're going to get there together and it's going to be so amazing when we do. And so keep going, find that word, write it down somewhere, anywhere, put it on a board. I don't care. I just need you to find that word, to write it down and to let that word guide you through your year and save you at times, right? Because anytime that I'm going through a decision, anytime that I'm making some sort of life-changing impact, I need to be intentional. And even if it's not life-changing, anytime that I'm spending with my kids or anytime that I'm spending at work or outside of work, what is my intent for this? What am I trying to gain from this? What am I doing? Be intentional. That's my word for 2020. Erica's word is control. And let this word guide you and be a sounding board for what you are trying to accomplish with your life in 2020. 